Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night. What? What's the matter? Put you in the back with the derelicts? Yeah. What does he mean? What do you mean? Put you in the back with the derelicts? You know what a derelict is, right? I do. Okay. But I, I didn't I didn't expect him to say it. Uh, this is a weird thing to say, but happy March 9th if you're listening to the day this dropped, which is which is a weird thing to say. Happy March 9th. The reason why it's happy is because it makes us this day always makes us think of Biggie. And although it's the day he was uh tragically killed, it's still a it's to me it's always a good feeling to think about the notorious B.I.G., which I don't even know why I just said that because I never call him the notorious B.I.G. To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, allow me to lace these lyrical douches in your bushes. Mm-hmm. One of the many Biggie lines that's incredibly popular and well-known, when you really stop and think about it, you go, well, <laughs> that is something. <laughs> Actually, I don't trust anyone that calls him the notorious B.I.G. I, I, but I do it by accident sometimes. It's it. Well, you know what, Saif? Let's well we're gonna talk about Biggie today. Okay. So you wanted to start off with some other things. Well before we talk about the notorious Biggie Papa Smalls. Yeah, here's the thing. My uh you know, I think about Biggie and then I think about him passing away, not passing away, being killed, and then Correct. his children having to be raised without a father. I was raised without a father. Ah, yes, you were. Now I have a son that's a it's going about to be the age that I was when my father died. Ooh, so you want to come up with a wacky prank where you disappear one day and they're like, Dad's dead, Dad's dead. And then you come in, you're like, no, son, you will not live the life I lived. I'm alive. Ooh, I wasn't even thinking of that, but that's great. It's a good idea, right? Yes. How old How old is he? He's about to be three. Yeah, and I think he can handle I'm the joke. realizing, jo- though. He could get the joke. Keep going. I don't. 
I don't remember much of my father. I remember mm. a couple of moments in my head that are kind of blurry. But the thing is, when I come home every day, my son remembers me and knows who I am. And when he sees me every day, he remembers me. But if I was to die, would he not remember me? Because that's weird because he remembers me now. But are those memories not permanent? You know what I mean? Because I don't remember no. my father. And I was right. just about the same age. Right. So unless you are really stupid or your son is in unusually bright right what you're saying is the likelihood is you were the same way your son is yet you don't remember your father correct so i would say that yeah these memories are not permanent they're not and then at least even though you know him like and i mean he knows you every yeah. day it's like that's dad yeah every day he knows your he knows your what well, you we look have, like we have some great times together but he's not going to remember any of this well you're not going to die so but if you I'm were to disappear saying. I'm just I know saying. that is a weird thought. That is a that is a weird thought. And it's also very dark, but it makes sense because this is what your life was, which is again why I think you should come up with the prank of right. one day your wife pretends to get a phone call, she falls on the ground, <laughs> an ambulance comes to oh, the you house. Want, you want full blown actors. Oh yeah. I want full blown scythe, full blown <laughs> drama. No, I think like, you should uh, play it out for a few days. What's like, that let, movie? Let, uh was it the game? Yes. The game, yeah, we got with do Michael the Douglas. <laughs> yes, I wanted to play out over a court, and then after a week or so, you come out and you go, "Son, I'm alive and well." And I don't think I think that would heal him. It wouldn't right. traumatize him. It would no, heal no. him. <laughs> anyway, that's death. a really interesting thought. But um, death sucks. So, but here's the thing about March 9th. I understand, you know, people are understandably on that. I don't like to bring up death days. Let's, ju let's just do birthdays. Whether it's fucked up or not, death days often become holidays. That's yeah. just, th that is what happens because it's the day you honor we lost the person. But after enough time passes, in a weird way, while it is a sad day, you're right. There is a bit of happiness to it because you're like we always. Everyone thinks about Biggie on this day and plays tons of Biggie music, right? So Which I love sidebar, sidebar, sidebar. This is cannabis's fault, right? Oh wow! We, yo, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast together. That was not set up, ladies and gentlemen. Nope, I had no I idea. Same thing. You want me to let the world know the truth? You don't want me to shine. You study my rhyme, then you laser vocals at the mind. That's a bitch move. It's a bitch move. So when you say that you platinum, you only dropping clues. I studied your background, read the book that you wrote, researched your footnotes about how you used to sniff. Frontin' like a drug-free role model, you disgust me. I know is to see you smoke recently. You walk around showing off your body cause it sells. Plus to avoid the fact that you ain't got scales. Mad at me cause I kicked that rail. Get ready for it. 99% of your fans wear high heels. From Ice-T to Kumo D to Jay-Z. Now you wanna f*** with me? You must be crazy. It actually might be the second verse, unfortunately. You better be prepared to finish It is. You just hold it right there. Okay, great. So... Now this this day might have always become a day, but for whatever reason, this moment, because this song only came out a year later, and this song's '98. Really? '98? Yeah. Late '98. 
Yo, you better give me the respect that I deserve. Or I'ma take it by force, blast it with a 45 call. Make you somersault, shock you with a couple hundred thousand ball thunderbolts before you won in the war. Now you want underrated talk. beat, by the way. The now who I never liked it. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. First, that was the worst rhyme I ever heard in my life. Cause the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. God bless his soul, rest in peace, kid. Cause the greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. God bless. That was the mm. that really you're right though. For a lot of for me, that was like, ooh, March 9th. It yeah, makes March. me it made me remember that it's the same reason why I know Jay-Z's birthday is December 4th. Is the song December the 4th? Song. Yeah, like so it like this this verse had nothing to do with Biggie except for that one line makes me remember the day. So interesting. Also, rapper of all time died on March 9th. I don't like diss records that lie. What? Like LL had skills. You're saying LL didn't have skills? Dude, you know that's a mean? good point. That's a good like, point. Like please, please by all means diss records. Do your thing. Diss records, of course, but he had don't say he didn't have skills. Hello, Plus skills. to avoid the fact that you ain't got skills, but yeah, I will say skills. this: he has LL has a weird skill set. If we're being honest, yeah, it's a weird skill set. Like weird? he's What's amazing because he's amazing, and he has songs we love, and he also has songs where his rapping on it is like, if you play it for someone now, Syph, if I'm being honest, yeah, you you might cringe a little bit. Fine, I get that, but that does. But it's it's the wording of it. He did have skills. He did have skills. What the I skills agree. were, we could argue. Right. Now, before we jump, before we jump into Biggie, because we're still kind of we're flirting, we're, we're we're circling. We haven't jumped all the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch Coming to America yet? No, is it out? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Oh no, I didn't watch it yet. I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little frustrated. Because I can tell you in a nutshell, I'm, I imagine you'll see it in a similar fashion. Listen, Saif, do you expect that coming to America is going to be a great film? I, I, I'm looking forward to watching it for nostalgic purposes. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing some of my friends in it. Yep, sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to to of of the. Just the event of it. Me too. I, so that's I what, am not ever looking forward to it trying to live up to the original. Number one. Yeah. All right. Well, see, this is why you and I should do a podcast. Yeah. Because I that's <laughs> what I went into. Yeah. And I, I've got people who are like, this movie, this stunk, it's so underwhelming, this is lazy, it's blah, blah. Yo, guys, 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 guys. What what, what did you think you were getting here? And what they... <sighs> It's it's thirty some years you, later, and you okay? beg, you beg, you beg for it, and then it comes out and you trash it. What did you want it to be? By the way, did you guys forget that coming to America was an incredibly silly premise? Like the whole thing was silly from the whole, very beginning. So now you're asking them to continue a story, 1987. 13, yeah. 34 years later, uh-huh. you're asking them to continue a story and have it not be silly? It's silly. And and here's the thing also I'm, I'm finding, safe. I think a lot of older white people and older people in general, they may be excited for some of the cameos. Like, uh-huh. oh, there's Colin Jost. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. But they don't appreciate when Tiana Taylor comes out. 
Right, right. They right, don't. Right, right, right. They don't get excited to see a random moment where Salt and Pepper and In Vogue perform. Whereas I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. That's fun. Yeah. So I think there's a disconnect. I really think that I'm curious to see down racial lines where people go with do you this. Think, do you think older urban people will like it? What's an urban person? You mean someone who strictly lives in the city? <laughs> So someone who lives within a city barrier versus if their house is like separated from other houses. Black and black adjacent people. Do I think I think black and black adjacent people will enjoy it for the most part. And I think even older black people will enjoy it because they'll still get more of the cameos than white people will. Anyway, so enjoy the movie. Tell us what you guys think of it. I enjoyed it. Um, I, do I think it was a great film? No. Did I enjoy the two hours? Yes. That was it. That's it. Here's That's my thing. Um, what are you? What are you? Every every couple of weeks we discuss something like today. We're going to discuss the Biggie documentary, and then you watched um the 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 Panther movie, Judas and the Messiah, whatever it is. I did. When do you watch all these movies, and how do you have time? Like, what are you doing? You know, it's funny. I, I really generally miss a lot of movies, but these days I've been on it. You know, I have a girlfriend now, Saif. So you, you just know? post up in the crib. So weekends, we Friday nights, we watch something. Snack-a-doos? Snack-a-doos? What do you, you snack? Even... What kind of snack-a-doos do you do? No, last night we ordered. We, well, Friday night was always to order dinner. Uh-huh. So last night we ordered time. Because of the Sabbath. We actually do do the Sabbath together. We're doing the, We're doing Jewish Shabbat. What are your thoughts? Wait, Jewish Shabbat is the dinner Friday night? Yeah, no. like we actually light candles, though. We're doing the candle oh. lighting. Oh, good for you. Because she's a Jew. Get in touch with your roots. So, but on Friday night, we'll order a meal. So, like, last night we ordered Thai. Pad Thai, mm-hmm. dumplings, or mm-hmm. curry puffs, uh-huh. Um, and some cashew chicken. This is on the couch? Yes. Coffee table. Coffee table. Yep. Plate in hand, yes. watching a movie. Yes, yo, you remember those days? Uh, I gotta get, I gotta get, I gotta get a, I gotta get a girlfriend, man. This is crazy, right? Because you gotta eat. You can't do. You gotta eat at the table every time, or the no, kids are no, everywhere. No. I'm, in the ba- I'm in the basement. I got my little coffee. I do it. I do what you're doing. I just by yourself? Watch, I don't watch movies. Yeah, by myself. Just by yourself. Where's your Where's your children? Oh, you know, they're, they're, sometimes they're here, sometimes they're not. Who knows? <laughs> You know, they do their own thing. They got their own but, shit going on. But that's well, where I that's so where watch, I do most of my movie watching. Friday okay, night, so, Saturday. Right. Yeah. And is that because of COVID or you're just you're just more of a homebody? Both. COVID's allowed for it to be acceptable that I never have to leave my house. Right. But you know me, I'm never really trying to do much anyway. <laughs> Especially yeah, after I met someone. Broadcast. And, you're great, man. I mean, I, I'm I'm so tired at the end of the week, you have no idea. Like I, d- doing this many shows, I'm a little overextended right now. Pfft, who are you telling? Here's the thing: you're overextended, but you get a paycheck. I do. I'm overextended and get nothing. Well, by the way, you should have corrected. I get paid checks. 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 I had to um, I had to do a therapy session this week because I was having a breakdown. Oh no! Yeah, take us through Cypher's it. What happened, back, baby? Guess who's back? Dun dun dun. Guess Depressed who's Ivo? back? Dun <laughs> dun. Or um, is this what happened when you walked into the um, therapist's office? Mm-hmm. Right as you walked in? Hold on. Okay, I'm waiting. 
Kanye West on the track. Chat town. What's going on now? Can I talk to y'all for a minute? You're going to play the intro? And I got to get to the hook? Well, that's what you were doing. That's what you were doing with the therapist. You're like, can I talk to y'all for a minute? Can I talk to y'all? And she's like, go. And you're like, can I talk to y'all? Kanye West on the track, shot down. She's like, why are you shouting people out? Can I talk to y'all for a minute, though? Listen to how long he keeps going. I don't want much. I don't want Come much. Your boy, D. Sizak. That was depressed. D. Sizak is depressed Sife. So you were back in therapy this week, oh. huh? Yeah, I had to go get a, a tune-up. Uh, just tune been up. feeling really overwhelmed lately mm. and too much too much going on with nothing going on. It's a weird fucking vortex we're living in right now. Um, But Patreon. Oh, okay. Patreon, people. We figured you out. We did? You, you, some of you, some of you, we love you. And thank you for supporting the podcast and the WANAP movement. WANAP is dead for life, which makes no sense. Um, apparently, there's a, a little hack with the Patreon people. Okay. Where you sign up, and you don't have to pay until the end of the month, and then they cancel the day before they got to re-up. No, that hasn't yeah. happened, has it? It has happened. No, it, it has hasn't. happened. Yes, it has. And Billy, Billy June, June, that's I think, happened? I think Billy June has fixed it where you get charged the moment you sign up. But but you but you joining the podcast the Patreon and then canceling the day before the bill, you are planet scum. You know what I mean? Like wow. Like you know what that I, makes me feel. The commission, mm. Uncle Paulie, P. Diddy. Season what that's beef? Janeiro, yeah. Charlie Baltimore. What's beef? Iceberg Slim. The that's right. Yo. What's beef? Beef is when you try to you join Patreon and cheat. Beef is when you can't even you afford know? a little meat. Uh-uh. Ask yourself. Uh-uh. Mm. Do you know uh-uh. what beef is? Uh-uh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's saying. That's what that fuckface is saying. <laughs> I got wow. all the free episodes without having to pay. Yo, this is why we said in our Patreon commercial that we're going to run up in your house, put the gat up in your mouth. Yeah. Because this is the only language that you guys hear. Right, you only so understand... I'm sorry. You only understand violence. Right. So it's unfortunate because we have people who love the show, right? They're fans of WANAP, and one Saturday morning, they're going to be like, ding dong, go down and answer their door. They're like, oh my God, my favorite podcasters. Open the door, boom, right. punch in the face, tied up, tape in the mouth, and they're yeah. going to be like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? And you're like, yo, this is what you get for right. fucking with us on Patreon. And they're going to go, no, no, no. I pay on Patreon. And we're going to go, we don't care, though. This has to happen, bitch. No, we go, well, Billy June has give us, given us the wrong address. But you know what? Fuck it. You're going to take this. Yeah, no, no. By, by the way, if if there was a world in which we were relying on Billy June to give us the addresses for the people who scammed us, so we were going to run up in their house and put the gat up in their mouth, we would end up killing people who just loved the show yeah. and paid happily. Yeah. Also, sidebar, 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 if you want us to do that, we're going to create a new tier of Patreon where we will dress up in all black 
run up in your house. Because <laughs> like, it, it, it could be a bad thing or it could be something you sign up for and right. we'll make it like a, just like a, like a choose your adventure type of day. Is that, is that, is that the get up in your mouth tier? Yeah, well, let's do the get up in your mouth tier. It costs $4,000. If you pay us $4,000, we will run up in your house, grab you, kidnap you, and take you on a hip-hop adventure. Wow. Now, did you know, I recently heard about this, there was a, there was this haunted house. It was this big controversy because there was this haunted house. I forget where it was. Uh, what state it was in and they were doing like people were signing up to go do this and this quote unquote haunted house was straight up like torture and people would be stuck there for nine hours and you and there are videos out there of the person sitting there being gagged with food they're shoving food in their mouth and the the person's like (laughs) spitting out and, and yes so people are paying for this Yo, it's crazy shit. We so, should do. No, I, I believe it. We I should do an it. episode on crazy shit people pay for. Yo. Oh, now that was weird. What happened? A hand just reached in, and and the door shut in the background. Oh shit! You think someone's yeah. run up in my house? Yeah. So I just run up in your house. Yeah, that's I. I do. There's a lot of there's a lot of people nowadays. We live in the first world, and there's a lot of people paying. For fucking weird shit because they're bored, they're overstimulated, yeah. underappreciated, fucking millennials and Gen Zs or whatever, and they're doing all types of crazy shit just to get some kind of stimulation or attention. I know, but it, it freaks me out. Um, this one in particular, but maybe you know, you know what, Billy June. Get some of these freaks. Maybe we can bring them on the show. Well, it's funny you say that because we did pose a question uh, last week or one of the episodes. Okay. And um, it was about, you know, the best album covers, worst albums, blah, 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 something like that. Mm-hmm. So people have responded. Okay. For example, uh, Nas Stillmatic, best album, worst cover. Ooh, love Stillmatic and that cover is trash. It's um, it's Slick Rick. It's a remake of Slick Rick. Yeah, it is, and it's just like not great though. You don't like it? No, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, but I don't love it. Is, wait, that's uh, yeah, Wu no. Tang Massacre. Wu Tang Massacre best cover, worst album. Wu Massacre. I don't remember this album, but it is the cover does look cool. It's like a comic book. The Wu Massacre album uh, that was the Ghost Ray. I think that, Meth, Ghost, and Ray. I, why do I not know this? You do. We, you were at Hot then. We, we, we talked about it. Is it good? It, 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 I, it was disappointing, I think, relative to what expectations were. It was cool. Damn, that's, that sounds amazing. Woo Massacre, Meth, Ghost, Ray. That sounds like a combination I would want to hear. You don't remember it at all? No. Hey, yo, Ray. Yo, wait, check it out, yo. Let me go in there one more time and air these niggas out. For old time's sake, you know how we do, my nigga. Old time's sake, just for me, man. One more time, I'm thinking. Let me just go in and just fly one of these niggas' heads, man. Yeah. It's what I'm talking yeah. about. It's like a body in a project hallway. Who did it? Who's next nigga that's up to snitch? That's my word. It remember can this? Never... No, is that Criminology Part 2? The times may seem 
We may have played this in the morning a couple times when it came out. Sounds pretty good in retrospect. I've heard I've heard that. I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, maybe we got it wrong. I'm gonna go on I'm gonna go on Title, which is now owned by Square. Oh, I, I am so excited about that. You know what I like to do? So. I, when I hear about Jay Z <laughs> making more money and becoming an even richer billionaire, I love jumping on social media and telling everyone, Look, we did it. We did it. <laughs> I'm so happy Jay's making more. Oh, good news. I, 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 right after I put down the Wall Street Journal and finished celebrating all the day's events and all the rich people getting richer, I'm like, oh, yes, guys, NASDAQ, Wall Street Journal. How do you spell massacre? How do you spell massacre? M-A-S-S. Occur. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. We should probably talk about Biggie for a little bit. Sorry. Okay, yes. All right, hold on real quick. Um... Y'all forgot about the cover of the Jizza. Is this a great album but worse cover? I like the Jizza Liquid Swords album cover. Yeah, what's wrong with the Liquid Swords cover? It's not, it's a it's um No, it's classic. The chessboard? It's a chess. Nah, that who wrote that? We're running up uh, in their house too. Like, we got to run up in the house cuz that's a bad call. The chessboard's fire. Worst cover, best album, Artifacts, Rock in a Hard Place or Cellar Dwellers, Realms and Reality. Okay. Realms and Reality. Trash cover, good album. Good album. Good, I I love the Cellar Dwellers album. That album, the Realms and Real. Cellar Dwellers album is 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 quintessential '90s college radio sound. Quintessential. And and yet amazingly, it was uh, very flex in rotation at the time. Yeah. Remember this one? I do remember this. Let's get deep, deep into the text. Take a couple years back, how we used to flex. Always into gear, the latest wear. Gucci kicks, 40 loose flicks, fat links and thick. You know what it is? I've been listening a lot lately to mixtapes and old, like, Stretch Armstrong yeah. shows. I don't want to hear these songs not mixed. Like, I don't want to hear the song from beginning to end straight through. I want to hear two verses and then another record similar. Or just the beginning of it in. cut up for a minute and then the verse and then out. Yeah, it's like those records, I don't know if it's just me because that's how I first heard those songs. But if it's not that, it gets, I don't know if it's, I don't want to say boring, but it's not you the remember, same. I need, these songs need to be do you remember? I think it was this version. Do you remember the Cellar Dwellers did a remix to that song? And all of it was like about DJs and like Big Cap had a big part in the song. Hold on, I think it's this. No, I think it's this. Really. Good dwellers, still generating mad cash. UG got the NYC on smash. Call me Ted DiBiase. I'm worth about a million, man. What's the plan? I stay dapper like Dan. Decked out in Helly Hansen. Went to Panama and bought a mansion. With the ranching. Now I ride on horses. Kids and her Porsches. Once a month I fly back out to meet with crime bosses. Still gun trafficking and pushing keys. The tall man's international. Now I'm overseas. Setting up shots. No more nickel. And down jerk chicken spots. Now we graduated to the yachts and private helicopters and private doctors. I'll erase ya, cuz say not. What's happening? None of that is real. Schemes. My right hand man, Tahim, still with my team. So let's get deep, deep, deep into the text. Dwellers on the reef. Oh, I hear this. Here it is. Now we're flat and jet skis in Hawaii. <laughs> NYC's on lock. Rocks and stones, brim T. 
hymns and brims keep me dipped. I whip speedboats on the shores of Puerto Rico. I bought a Black Panther last week, no more. Now that part could have been real. From the coppers. Now a flash cash and fly my own helicopter. No. Got a castle in New England. Bring it in. You think, they, you think the Seljolos bought a castle in New England? Private jets, TV set, inches in the 40s. Shorty from Spain, drinking champagne in my domain. Shirt still. Oh, this isn't yes, it. But a different flavor. But I still enjoyed it. Again, we got to do, we got to bring back the, the breaking down lyrics because the Salad Dwells lyrics are something else altogether. Anyway, uh, welcome to One Up Is Dead, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Cypher Sounds. I'm very famous in New York. Oh, and I'm Peter Rosenberg, and uh, I'm very famous somewhere. Very employed. Very I'm employed what? in New York. I'm very, very employed in New York. In New also, York. not trying to compete with Cypher, everyone, but I did put my my 24-7 championship t-shirt up for sale yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw that. About time. For you, man. It was long overdue. I'm going to have it up there for about a week. So if you want to get my uh, 24-7 championship shirt, go to my Instagrams. Um, now, mm-hmm. Saif and I spoke earlier this week uh, about the idea of doing some biggie, and uh, we yeah. agreed that that would be the move. Because I, number one, it's March 9th uh, when this is dropping. And number two, I loved the biggie documentary on Netflix. Loved yeah, I didn't get to see it yet. Did you watch it on a Friday night with your girlfriend? Actually, no, I actually watched on a weeknight by myself. We both watched it. She watched it too. We watched it separately, but I, I watched it on a weeknight this week. My problem is I want to watch things like that. I want to sit down and watch them straight Do it. It's crazy. I just did I don't it. have the time. I just did it. I got off the air yeah. at 7, started eating dinner, saw it was on Netflix. Actually, no, I was watching something else first. Then it ended. It was like 8 o'clock. I was like, oh, it's 8 o'clock. Let me throw on this Biggie movie. Boom, I watched it till 10. We overthink things sometimes, nice. too. I don't know why I'm not have time. Right. Sometimes you just got to be like, oh, you know what the time is? Right this second. I can do it right this second. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but I don't want to split it up. Right, well, and, th- and that's where the kids' part is different because you can get distracted very easily. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love this Biggie movie. I, I don't know how you guys yeah. feel, but I recommend it strongly. It, to me, was the most thorough unique version of the Biggie story. Like someone asked me the other day, did you learn anything you didn't know previously? Saif, I would argue the entire first hour, I didn't know any of it. You'll know some of it. You'll remember probably more of it from being around some of these people. But they don't get out of high school. Like they stay in elementary school, middle school, high school for basically an hour. Wow. They go to Jamaica. I watched um, some of the trailer, <clears throat> and there's certain pieces of footage. Like, D-Rock used to record everything. Well, that's the footage. That's what they're using is D-Rock's footage. So, <clears throat> they, they I used to go to Biggie's house. You know I used to DJ for Lil' Wait, Kim. You DJed for yeah. the Lil' Kim? Yeah. I used okay. to DJ for her back in the day. So I always tell you this story, but they used to live at Biggie's house, but every time I would go there, he wasn't there, which was like some fucking Wizard of Oz shit. But when I would go there and wait for Kim and everybody to, to let's go to the airport to go do shows, they would always be watching. <laughs> they would always be watching themselves, like video footage of all of themselves. Wait, they were just <laughs> abused to sit and watch themselves after the fact? They would love, like, they would be watching footage. I guess all that footage that they were recording, they'd be watching and then watching shows 
And it was it was fucking kind of weird. How did man, D Rock sit on this footage for so long though? I can't believe all we've never seen any of it. I, I I'm assuming he was waiting for the right time, the same way we're waiting for the right time to release these one. I'm glad that you're comparing old one apps to never before seen footage of the greatest of all time. Uh, I I I think you know it's what? the same. I respect you. Um I think he I mean I don't know I, I'm just assuming I think he would hold it As just personal memories Or payday Cause as, as, as they used to say As they used to say on the road No dough Was that no regular show. That was very regular talk huh <laughs> On the regular On the regular No dough no show uh, By the way speaking of which Once in a lifetime. Hot 97, let's go. So they spend a lot of time in the, in the era. They go through. They have Mr. C and 50 Grand, and they actually talk about the making of the demo tapes. But before they get there, yo, they go into the details about who he was selling drugs with. Like, here's who he was out on the corner with. Here's what their plan was. Here's exactly the kind of drug dealer he was. Like, it really leans in all the way. Wow. Like, Saif, I had never known really who O was. Like, I knew... Right. right. Because this is one of my favorite Biggie songs. And I, I always say this because it's not talked about that often. I was going to say, white people listen to Biggie differently. No offense. Not me. I, I, don't, I don't know if I count as white in terms of Biggie. Uh, well, uh, maybe someone. And the nigga be like, watch, I'm telling you, when my man get on, it's going to be some shit. We ain't going to have to sell this shit no more. I'm telling you. Right. And the nigga just got moped out like that, man. That shit fucked me up, man. Shit fucked a whole lot of niggas up. Yeah, man. I love that nigga O2. That was my motherfucking heart. Heart, 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 heart. Mm. Yeah. Dedicating this to my nigga O. Miss you, nigga. So forever I knew that verse, and I knew that he was someone who existed. But, yeah. I mean, you watch this movie, and now you have complete context of who O is and why right. he was so important to Biggie. Right, it, right. it was, to me, completely eye-opening in that regard. Now, what do you mean white people listen to Biggie differently? Um, I, I know a lot of white people. You know this. Um, a lot. I feel like white people, some white people, pick... Listen to Biggie. Okay, I, we've had this discussion before where white people listen to hip hop for not the dance factor. That's why it's, it's why a lot of white boys love Big L because it has nothing to do with partying or dancing, which is a big part of hip hop in the urban community. Um, so I I feel like some white people pick Biggie songs that are like not the not the jams. You know what I mean? They listen. You're listening for different reasons. Unless it's the opposite version, and it's like it's the white people who like the Biggie remixes that black people have never even heard. Like you know that, that pop, too. That's what I. I you think know the you pop one with Nelly, that. the Nelly shit. That's exactly. huge. Yes. And I hear that. And I'm like, what is this shit? 
or the Notorious remix that has uh, the rock beat? No, no, Notorious. That can go many different ways. I feel like there's a lot of versions of that, none of which I really yeah. want to hear. There's very, there's very many different versions. That's that's an interesting point. But I'll tell you one thing, though, Saif. Mm-hmm. One thing that everyone agrees with, agrees on, probably, and I'm curious to see how you feel about this, except for super hip-hop heads who, when it came out, weren't that excited, would be this. Yeah. This album is dedicated to all the teachers that told me I never amount to nothing. To all the people that live... Is this, this song is incredibly beloved, you would agree, by everybody. Yes, but it's weird. Okay, here's the problem. And don't take this the wrong way. It was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Something pepper and heavy D up in a limousine. To a lot of white people at the time, or maybe even now, that is a great... Biggie song about uh, coming of age and being getting successful and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. There is no connection to the sample or to the original to you people. Hey, how dare you say the word "you people"? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> to us, to us, we're hearing a classic, a classic park jam barbecue backyard barbecue jam that is flipped with big yard so there's more of a connection for us you don't even know what that is you people not you i know you know but by the way i barely knew it at the time at the time you had no idea it's because you've been around us so long have you gotten an N-word pass yet? Are you allowed to say that? I got my N-word pass in the mail about three years ago, but I just left it in the drawer. Okay. I didn't even open it. You haven't no, used I didn't it, open though. It. You haven't used it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, a little one-up moment. See, that is very significant. You know what, Saif? It's... It's almost like you would think the point you're making is so obvious, but I don't think about how true that is. Juicy does not resonate with white people as nostalgic in that way. No. Because Juicy Fruit by Entume was not a hit for white people. Not at all. Not at all. You could go to a... a black house party or or barbecue or summertime memorial day jump off and you will hear those two records blended together that's how you go from old school classics into hip hop you play juicy fruit and then you and mix boom, it with juicy off. you know what i mean and you got your white girlfriend there that you met at the job you know you work over at uh at you know JP Morgan mm-hmm. or something and you and you got your little white girlfriend and you bring it to the barbecue she's nervous She's like, oh, I don't know. I've never been to like a black barbecue. And he's like, it's not a it's black just a barbecue. barbecue. It's just a barbecue. Right. And he's like, but are there going to be other white people there? He's like, I don't know. Maybe some other white people. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm super woke. And he's like, if you woke, then come be around black people. Keep, anyway, I'm enjoying I'm, this. Keep I, going. I, I digress. So she'll go to the barbecue and they'll play old school classics and then it'll go into Biggie, and she'll think it's like some kind of like remix or extended version. You know what I mean? She and I'm know. trying to think of all the versions of that that I used to hear 
Yo, Saif, the amount of songs that I didn't know came from other songs that were popular black records previously, it was my entire right, childhood. Right. Before I Let Go and... Um, Square Biz. Uh, keep Rising, Keep Rising, Square Biz. Yeah, all those songs are like... The reason why they worked initially... No, this some, is the first one, some, Saif. Tell me, you're telling me... Some songs were you're trash. You're telling me this... Dougie Fresh. And you're saying, you're saying yeah. that that's the same as this? <laughs> this guy's showing off his 45 collection. <laughs> actually, actually, just the beginning part. You're right. Just a, just a little bit. Because yeah. then it switches. No, it still has the bass line, too. Yeah, it switches to eight. Keep rising to the top has the bass lines throughout it the is? whole thing. Think about it. Oh. It's just totally different. Because it's also yeah. ain't no half step in. Hold on. No. Does it come in? Yeah, it comes in. Right, right, right. This is all, and by the way, way more than that. I'm talking firm biz with you, baby. Firm, firm biz. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm hearing that. I'm like, oh, interesting. Firm biz. Yeah. Right. You don't even know they're remaking Square Biz. No. At the time, all those records that were coming out, and there's so many little ones where the references I didn't, you know, understand. So you're right. That is inherently such a different relationship. Now, and then, like, I'm coming out. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't Diana know. Ross. I'll be honest. I didn't even know I'm coming out, yo. Right. That's what I'm saying. I didn't. But those are. The thing about More Money, More Problems is that they didn't, they used a weird part at the end, almost like a breakbeat part of it. But the hook, though, you know what I mean? This song is so important when you think about the trajectory of Biggie's fame. Yeah. Because you thought Hypnotize was basically as big as it could be. By the way, funny, another record I had never, ever remotely heard in life. That's a that's a classic park jam. Yeah, th- I never... Wait, what is this? This is off my boy Quartermain's mixtape, him playing it, I guess. It's the only version I have on my computer right now. So, yeah, this was also them going to the well for songs that people knew. Yeah. And white people, I heard the beat for Hypnotize. That was fresh. I had never heard that beat in my life. Yo, this would always play in, like, barbecues and stuff. But it's also, like, like my daughter's name is Sade, right? And fire. My daughter's name is Sade, which she is named after my favorite singer of all time. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that's universal. Like it's not like she's. It's not like it's not like my daughter's named MC Light. You Wait, know what I mean? Not? It's like uh, no, no, no. It's not even her middle name. It's not like she's named after my favorite hip hop artist. She's named after my favorite 
all times favorite singer of all time of all time favorite and people don't I introduce her and they have no idea what I'm saying they have no idea they, wait wait they don't I, know my, who she is what I'm expecting what I'm expecting is I go my daughter's name is Sade and they go oh my god that's amazing you named her after Sade wow that's what I get from black people white people are like hmm interesting <laughs> Do you think my mom knows who Sade is? No. And and can you think of one person who's black who whose parent would know who Sade was? I mean, I'm sure there's exceptions to the rule, but it would be a tough one to find. Let's try. Hold on. Who are you yeah. who you're gonna ask your mom? Good old Mindaroo. If she even answers my call. They may be off getting vaccinated. Oh, Their second shot is coming soon. Soon come. Yo, this is disrespect. Your call has... Damn. Damn. So, Yo, what's up with that? Let's try dad. One of my parents has to love me. This is sad. Yo, Sy, if your parents are dead, my mind is, my might as well be dead. Sorry, not your parents. Your mom is alive and well. No, I, She's alive and well. Alive. She definitely knows who Sade is. By the way, speaking of which, Saif, I did just find my first sort of internet thing that I've enjoyed in a long time because I hate the internet. Have oh, you seen the videos going yeah. around of people saying hey mom my friend wants to see what you look like yo yeah yeah that's the funniest thing on the yeah. internet in a long time wait how are they do, how are they doing that how are they yeah doing they're that? just playing a video? the video and parents are dumb and don't realize that it's not faced on but but how are they on it's the, the same video, people though or is that no not the girls laughing how is the mom oh on that's the video? a good point because the mom i'm the, trying to figure the out how they do the video, it right it's tiktok it's a TikTok uh, feature. Oh, you can split uh, with, screen. With, you can do split screen on TikTok. Yeah, and you can you can reply to the the video that's got that's it. So up. you have the split screen reply, so they oh. see themselves. Well, also, do you hear the excitement in Billy June's voice when he explained that to us? <laughs> I can I can teach you how to do it. You guys want to get a TikTok account? Want up his dead TikTok account? Let's do a want up his dead TikTok account, please. Yeah, that shit is funny. Like, fuck you, laughing at bitch. Yo, it's, uh, I recommend watching it if you can find them anywhere. <laughs> Fuck you laughing at, bitch. So, um, <laughs> I we got into a conversation this week as a result of the biggie. Yeah, stop. All right, sorry. Just show some respect yeah. for a second, please. Go on, go on. What, what conversation where? Um, I think at work. At the job, oh, we were talking job. about, we were arguing ready to die versus life after death. No argument. Yeah, because you're life wrong. Um, and... Mm -hmm. That's the argument. So you're saying mm -hmm. because there's more good songs, it's a better album. It's a better album overall. It's a fucking musical cinematic masterpiece. That's true. That's true. Then let, let, let me tell you something. I'm Are a you? huge I Die that. fan. I, I know the exact moment I was in Nassau Community College 
My friend said, yo, I just got the Biggie album. He went to the, I was in an early morning class. He had like a 10 a.m. class. He went and bought the Biggie cassette and then had to go right to class. So he said, yo, here, he gave me his Walkman. He goes, give it back to me after class. And I walked around the entire campus mm. listening to Ready to Die. And you and heard this. flabbergasted. And then you heard this. Yeah. No, let me tell you. That right there. Motherfuck is better. No. I I remember I was sitting down under a tree. And I was like, this is the most incredible shit I ever heard. Because it's Biggie doing his old uh, party and bullshit yelly voice. Mixed with this new, more laid back player Biggie voice. And it was like a changing of the guards. He was like, I used to yell a lot, but I'm going to start doing more So here's my problem, Saif. Life after death. Go ahead. Well, no, let's start over here. Let me start with Ready to Die. What's the worst song on Ready to Die? Worst song? I Back in the day, I would say respect, but actually I've grown to like it. The only part you don't like probably is the sort of generic dance hall hook. I'm at our respect. This song never grabbed me. It has gotten better, though. Uh, it has gotten better. Respect to the gunmen. Gunmen. Yo, let me tell you why I started liking that song. I was in Toronto and Cardi, Cardinal Official was DJing a party and he, it was a throwback party and he threw that on and the crowd went bonkers. And I was like, what the fuck? This was big here? And he goes, of, why wouldn't it be? It's fire. And he's like, because well, Toronto. And specifically, it's Biggie and Dance Hall in Toronto. It makes sense. That's what I'm saying. They love, you know, it's all Caribbean people. And I never, it never even occurred to me, like, this song might rip in the Caribbean slash North American world. And it murdered. And then I went back and listened to it. I was like, this is a good song. Right. I, I feel the same way after all these years. Yeah. Um, what about. <laughs> No, fuck the bitches. The one to set me up. Wanna get their little brother to wet me up. That's why I told Texas to get him off my teeth just in case. The little fucking. Yeah, I don't like that song. Worst song. Because I don't like the beat. That friend of mine's the worst song. Yeah, I don't even remember it until you play it. <laughs> it's, it's barely. Bitch. Original this. Love this. Love the original. Why are you playing clean version? Fire. So really, it's really just friend of mine that's not good. And yeah. respect at the time, let's be honest, at the time was not special. Right, to me. Uh, to me, yeah, I, you're right. Um, But Suicidal Thoughts? What? Come on, man. Yo, the and album then, closes so crazy. And then as a as a as a backpack underground hip hop fan, you see Lord Finesse did it, and you're like, oh my, this is this is the fucking second coming of Christ. 
See, do I not have the full life after death on here for some no, reason? No, you don't. Why would you? I have a lot. I have a lot of it, but to make my points. Yeah, the 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 Biggie's daughter on the the intro to um, One More Chance is fire. Um, the only feature is Method Man. How do you feel about this, though? Let's switch over to, to Life After Death because I would argue that the misses on Life After Death, while there's, I still enjoy them in some ways, I don't know that I like... How big? Be honest, how big a fan are you of this song? I like it. I do like it. Well, but that's, that's juicy. That's literally the same argument I'm telling you about the juicy shit. But it's shit. not White juicy. People, but you're not understanding the relevance of the sample. No, we didn't. And not the time. I didn't even know it was a sample until later. Through the city, played Monopoly with real cash. Me and Biggie and the models beat. Shake a nation, did ass and parada beat. But by the way, Cypher, you have to acknowledge that while you may be right, and it's not hitting people who don't have the sample reference as hard as people who do, of course. Not every time that was done, it was done well. There are plenty of misses with that. You're right. That song, I'm very torn with that song because I don't like the way it comes on. It also is trying to live up to... Um, Brooklyn's Finest. Uh, Brooklyn's Which it finest. does not. It is not Brooklyn's Finest Part 2. So, I okay, if I'm loading my iPod, I don't put that song on there. But if I if it plays somewhere, enjoy it. I go fuck. This is a good song. They're spitting on there. Oh, now, now this. Spittin', what about this one? But they're spitting player, player shit, shit, not hip hop. Which is shit. fine. I'm I'm good with that. Because uh, at that point, you'd already loved. I'd already loved Reasonable Doubt. But I feel I feel there's a lot of white. Okay, sorry. I I don't know why this is becoming You're a really hate white people hateful episode. against white people. Not hateful. I just want you to understand because they're bragging and boasting and all that shit about. You know the the finer things in life. Sometimes white people look down on that with hip hop. They're like, I love hip hop, but they're always just bragging. And in Stop the hood, hanging out with these white people. I love hanging Why? with white they people with dirty Air annoying. Force Ones. With dirty Air Force Ones. Clean your sneakers, bitch. So, so, but that, but in the hood, that is are you know the songs that are like they're like a quest for us to to achieve these things to try to get something that we didn't have before and that song is the epitome of dropping all that shit but musically it's not the greatest song so what about how do you feel how do you, how do you feel about this record Make it hot. i believe this song is cool I did not love this song. I, it's the same thing with respect. You I were in the bay. Didn't you like were in it. the bay one day, and when you saw them all get excited about Too Short, you said, "Oh, you know what? I like this song now." It's, it's what? that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I liked it, but I wasn't listening to it every time. It's like when a DJ plays it with other shit. Yes, you get it. True. Cause now I hear it and I'm like, now first come the cash, then come the But honestly, Diddy's part of the problem with this song. 
why he went first. At that moment, I didn't need Diddy first on this song. Yeah, I was who wrote it? Who wrote? Listen to you admit it. I ain't gotta talk because I live it. Any chick fucking with me, believe me, that's a privilege. Sounds like Mace. That's Biggie. All my niggas get it. Biggie wrote it? Sounds like to me. Get it back to split. Uh-huh. And Big be that nigga with me flying through your hood. Hood rats scoping with their eyes. Look it up. See, we date them like we hate them. Like Billy, look it up. Yeah, Billy, who wrote The World is Never Give them Freedom. And we only give our number to select a few. And it's best that you never knew. We're good headed. Now. You're. I know that you're a big. I'm a, you're into Nasty. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Before you skip. That song, um, what's it called again? World is Filled. World is Filled. Now, as a DJ who's looking for club bangers, that is not anything I would pick. But you have to remember, you know, Lexuses, Acura Legends, fucking Jeeps, 125th Street, Friday night. That's popping right there. That and I song get, And is you're popping. right, it is, and it is. So that's why you're right that, like, History does... We skip over shit like that. Yeah, times. You know what I mean? As DJs, we're looking for the... the uh, me, personally, I'm looking for up-tempo. Like this. Come you were looking for this. And clubbing. This is... Yeah. This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Which, which is, by the way, at the time, when this came out, I had no interest in this song. Right. I was, I was 17. I wasn't going to clubs. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Woo! Come on. Yo, how do you go, though? How do you go? Uh, well, I'll explain. I go. I, I go. On and 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 Easy. Call them on the phone and clap them shit. Do you think my, I bet my girl loves that song. So, when you look at life after death as a complete body of work, and Scythe, I, I think. Wait, you don't like Nasty Boy? I do now. I do now. Oh. I didn't then. I, then I had no interest. Yeah, see, that's, that's the white people shit I'm talking about. Well, yeah, about. I, I was white back then. This is before yeah. my past came. That's a, that that that's a you're like oh, I can't wait to go to go to the club and hear this song. And white people are like I don't like this song. Yeah, it's nasty and it's dirty and it's up tempo and he's not saying anything important. He doesn't even quote Doctor. He's, Dr. he's fat He doesn't even quote Doctor King on this song. Four four in the back, two of the fat. Now, I don't like that it. Is the he's being mean line. and anti-fat, and it's rude because he's fat himself. No, he's not anti-fat. He let them in the bends. He's bringing them oh, back. Oh, my dad's calling back. Oh God, that's your no, it's. I don't know why that happened. I don't have. have what? Uh, hey, Dad. Sorry, we're doing um one app. I just wanted to ask you a question. Okay. What? <laughs> um. Do you know? Do you know who Sade is? Uh, um. S A D E. Yes. Uh, I just the name and the image. No. But that's but you don't know any you know you know that she exists but you don't know anything about her any music. No. You think you think mom does? You think mom even knows who she is? I think that if I know that little mom knows what. <laughs> okay. Yeah, wait, wait, you can, can you hear, hear me? I can hear. You. Hey, hey, pops, what's up? It's Sife. Hey, hey Sife. So, so you're you're hanging out you're hanging out in the White House with Obama. It's kind of a slower <laughs> day. He wasn't Michelle wasn't playing Sade in the background. <laughs> Wait, on what? What was... Yeah, well, yeah, my dad's never been in the White House with Obama, so that would be an impossible. Oh, I thought he was a I thought he was a <laughs> Well, you made that up. I like it though. You can stick with it. Yeah, yeah, keep, keep going with it. He'll run with it. Fine. Fine. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I... <laughs> <Okay>. You sure? <laughs> Are you guys together? No, we're on Zoom. Oh, yeah, you're on Zoom. Okay. 
Well, anyway, I got to answer the call. I'm on with Jeremy right now. Oh, okay. I'll call you later. I'll call you back. All right, bye. There he is, Pops, later, who buddy. you thought worked for Obama. Yo. Let me, uh, I thought he, I, yeah, he I saw met a picture Obama. Of him he wasn't an aide in the White He had a meet, he had one meeting. Oh, wow. I thought he was he an aide in, in the White House. Hey, I, here's, here's the, here's the fucking ill flex your hmm. father just gave us. He goes, are you together? Because you know the vaccine's out and I got mine. Oh, that's basically that what, what he was you saying. think that was? Wow. Yeah, are you together? Yes, not. He was flexing. Like, oh, I can be with whoever I want. I'm Yeah, because you don't know this vax you life. You fucking diseased, you diseased, disgraced radio personality. <laughs> Saif, you're not only disgraced, you're also diseased. Okay, look, here's the here's the written by that Billy June just sent us. Mason Betha is the first name. But Mace is not on the song. Right. So you think Mace wrote Diddy's yes, verse? he wrote Puff. Yes. I, it definitely sounds like I thought Mace. it was Biggie, but it could be Mace. You think that that was... Diddy was always on that song? What do you mean always? What I'm saying to you, Saif, is do you think there's any chance that in the last two weeks Biggie was, but Diddy was like, now that Biggie's gone, some of these songs need us to be able to perform them. No, I'm adding no, verses. No. I'm pretty sure the album was done by the... T- it's two weeks, so no, it Biggie, should have been The done. album was completely done. done when Biggie died. I know that. Yeah, yeah, it's two weeks. No, he was on those songs. No, Biggie was trying. Biggie was a big fan of Puff rapping. He thought it was good. Yes, and he was going to be the executive producer of Puff's album. So why not? Love it. Of course. Why wouldn't he? P- Biggie's the one who made up the name P. Diddy. He did. He did make up P. Diddy. So, so but, yeah, but you're playing the the uh, my the song I cannot stand. On life, on life after death is the um, player. Turn your head around like that. I hate that song. I don't know why this is on. Good evening. It's supposed to be funny though, right? It's just an interlude. It's just. This one I never got. This one I never got. You see. What about? Now, but that one is another one. That one is another one where, like, Mr. C would play that in speed and the crowd would go nuts. Wow. But that was like, because there's something to the the sample. It's like a relevant There's sample. something that makes sense for like some. a soul, a soul record. Oh, this is my favorite. My favorite. I do. I did always like this one. Like, I don't care. I don't care how much buffoonery Stevie J does on these reality shows. I agree. On Love and Hip Hop and all that. I don't. It doesn't. Oh. He cannot erase like the music that he made to me. You like that? Here's another one. Yeah, this one's always good. By, by the way, can we give, can we give Buck Wild his flowers? Check it out. Check it out. This goes out. I hate flowers. Yep. Yo, by the way, Buck Wild could show up if if they did two song verses. You, you show up with two songs. And Buck Wild's like, all right, I'm gonna be stuck in here with Kanye, Dr. Dre, 
all these people. I'm going to show up with this and then go to this. I don't. He can be in the room. I need to fact check this. This is the one up moment right now. I don't know if Buck Wild did that. I got a story to tell B. Why not? I could be wrong, but I think he did the original version. And you don't think he did that one? I kind of feel like I could be wrong. I kind of feel like they changed it on him, but because he produced the original version, he still got credit. Because it doesn't sound like a Buckwild beat. Who else has written on this? Who else does it say for writers on this song? Billy June. Because I know for a fact, this is where I really learned what Puffy does and what production is. I know for a fact, people submitted songs, Biggie rhymed over them, and then it got into the studio with Puff and Stevie J and whoever else, and they either added a lot or changed a lot. So if you notice, the, the reason why I love Life After Death is because no matter who did the beat, Havoc did the one with the locks, RZA did... Um, Long Kiss. Long Kiss Goodnight, whatever, whatever, Nasheem, Buck Wild. All the, all the songs have like this stringy cinematic experience that had to be overlaid at the end by the same person. The reason why I love the album is because it's so consistent. The sound is all similar to make one body of work, even though it's different producers. You know what I think after hearing you babble on about nothing over the last hour and change? <laughs> I feel that while Ready to Die is a slightly more compact piece of work, yeah. and it has less skippable potentially skippable songs. Oh, but the second was a double album, though. And the second one... It's probably the same amount of skips per CD. Yeah, two per, perhaps. And Biggie is definitively more evolved as a rapper on the second one. That's for oh, sure. Well, because half of Ready to Die is from years before years, years ago. ago. Um, where he was recording that album for Uptown Records. So only half the album... Is current when Biggie made it. You know what I'm saying? Some of those songs were left over from the last record deal. But go on. So I think that I understand your argument now as to why Life After Death is better because there are so many good songs and Biggie's at such a high level and the production's so pristine. I, I think it's a fair well, argument. I'm not. I'm not saying I agree with you. I think "Ready to Die" is probably the more complete and sort of earnest, honest body of work. But that's a first album. Yes, Illmatic. It's Illmatic. It's Biggie's Illmatic. The first one is the best, but the second one of Biggie is way better than the second one of Nas. Which I will say, listening to it was written later. It on, did get I, much I better. Appreciate it much but more. this is better. Yeah. Life after death is better than it was written, for sure. The writers of what is that story to tell? Mm -hmm. Is uh, Sean Combs, who's Diddy, Chucky Thompson, mm -hmm. Anthony Best, and Christopher Wallace. I'm gonna assume Anthony Best is Buck Wild. Billy, look that up. And you're go and and you're that, also that, going that, to that, assume that, that Chucky Thompson reworked it. That sounds like a Chucky e. Thompson. Well, beat. more so than Buck Wild. Um, 
And I've heard the original Buck Wild one somewhere. I think he might have played it for us. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so, although the RZA beat, the Buck Wild beat, the Havoc beat on this Biggie second album are amazing. They're all you 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 send in the beat, Biggie rhymes over it, and then they added all this Puff Daddy bad boy shit to it. Even um, I'll give you a perfect example that I know firsthand. Um, uh, uh, you're nobody till somebody. I heard that beat. That was made by DJ Enough and Jim Pops. Original. Niggas in my faction don't like asking questions. Strictly gun testing, coat measuring, giving pleasure in the Benzito, hitting fannies, spending chips at Manny's. What you pre- spending chips at Manny's? Boom. So you take that song, which I heard before it ever came out. Uh, Little C's played it for me. Which I told you many times, Little C would play me all these unfinished songs. And was this around the time you were on tour DJing for Lil Kim? I was. And Got he was it. like, yo, Enough made this beat. And I heard it before, and then I heard it on the album, and it was way more cinematic. Buck Wild is Anthony Best. Buck Wild is Anthony Best. So it sounds like Chucky Thompson probably. I'll ask Buck Wild. Listen, Buck Wild has two joints on my album. So let's talk to him. Billy texted us. The song-making process wasn't completely smooth. As best explained, best being Buck Wild, they ran into problems with the sample clearance for a fifty-two record, or oh, for a two-dollar record he found. As a solution, co-producer Chucky Thompson recreated the sample. Puff thought if Chucky Thompson, Puff thought in Chucky Thompson to replay all the music, and we just recreated the whole thing. Best explains, stripped the sample, kept the drums. And that's how we got what we got. And all this is a recreation of what Chucky played out on the original sample. Big always like, oh, I see. Rapper got to be the next instrument. Mm. So I consider that more of a Chucky Thompson beat. Damn. Although, guess what? the Buck, drums are. Buckwild's still playing it a versus, in a made-up versus. Of course. And he should. I'm not trying to disrespect him. I'm just saying, when you played Whoa, that's... That's Buck That's, Wild. When you right. play fucking um, Fat Joe, y'all wanna live my lifestyle. That's oh, Buck Wild. Story to tell never sounded like Buck Wild. We about to spark it on the mic. Yeah. Buck Wild remixes for a minute were. He flipped them so nicely, like. I wonder, this is going to sound crazy. I'm going to say something crazy. No, I'm not going to say it. Should I say it? Say it. I wonder if Jay Dilla was a Buckwild fan. Had to be. Had to be. The Those drums. type of remixes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that too. Just random buck wild ish. 
Oh, yeah. Remember this? The Grand Poobo remix? I appreciate these way more now. What do you mean, why? Because the time, the originals were like the club bangers. So the remixes were like, you know, just college radio extra marketing push. But now I'm realizing they were fucking dope. But I was in a different mindset. Yeah. Because you were thinking all about the fucking hits, you sellout bitch. Fucking, fucking bitches in the club. Um, so uh, I really do think you should spend some time with the doc. Like I, I'm I, going to. I'm the going biggie, to. the relationship with his uncle in Jamaica, I didn't know anything about. Mm-hmm. His grandmother, who's still alive at 94 years old, I believe. Really? Oh, yeah. Talking about when she saw that he died. Oh. Um, you know... D Rock, C Gutta's in the movie. C Gutta got to be in there, and he's in the middle of throwing someone off a bridge. Yeah, they stop him. Kids ass. <laughs> um, so they don't talk. It's not like an incredible. Oh, Sife, they spend a nice ten minutes in the middle around Maddie C. Right. You know, you get fifty grand. You get Mister C. You get all yeah. the people who, if you know, you know, are the real central figures. They're actually in this. And the best thing about this movie, in my opinion, it's not about Tupac. Tupac and Biggie crosses over in this film for five to ten minutes. They make clear that Pac's passing was impactful on Biggie and he was sad. Very, very They make that very clear. They show some interview stuff where he's talking about Tupac. But they don't do the lazy bullshit that's been done so often of combining yeah. the Biggie and Tupac stories. Right. Yeah, the East Coast, West Coast beef. Was oh, my God. Remote, that's like, their whole story. Man. No. The Biggie and Tupac stories are completely separate. They interwove at a critical time in their lives. And, of course, it's very interesting to focus on that part. But the Biggie story, to be honest, Tupac's a little part of that story. And I really appreciated it not being part of that narrative of like, it's fucking annoying that every time you talk about one of them, you have to talk about the other. They're not, they weren't together. They're on like two records. They're not, it's crazy. Yeah, sad. It bothers me. All right, so one up. Go ahead. One up question. Simple. You talked about it on the radio. We'll talk about it here. Which one's the better album? I'm thinking. Shouts to Eddie F Who got Tupac and Biggie on a record together And I feel bad for Eddie F Because then both of them use this verse 80 times other places And no one ever listened to this one <laughs> And Heavy's on it It's pretty crazy Yo can we do- <sighs> You wanna do a Heavy D episode? No, I want to do a heavy D kid and play. Eddie F. Like a like a. We need to talk to some. I, I, this is not the time to talk about it. We'll have a one up meeting, but kid and play, heavy D, and a couple of other people that were like right before hip hop turned to what it is today. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I'm very upset. Kid and plays. 
doesn't get the credit. They had a fucking Saturday morning cartoon. They had great movies. Everything that every rapper strives for now, they did it. It's really true. Every rapper that wants to be in a movie. Every rapper that wants to be in a movie or be an actor and get all this money, they did it. No, they did. It's a huge moment in history that's not talked about enough. All right, I agree. So what's your question? Biggie, Life After Death, or Biggie, Ready to Die, which is the better album? This is the question, Billy June. When you when you invariably post a clip from our show that has like writing all over it and people can't even quite see what the fuck's <laughs> going on, it'll be like, patreon.com slash wanep is dead. Wanep available Tuesday. Question for everyone. Which album's better? You know what's crazy? Ready to die, life after death. What's crazy, Saif? You didn't even let me answer before you asked another question, but go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, House Party was released on March 9th. Wow. Did not know that. But yeah, so... I think I think that Ready to Die is the more complete of the two albums. If you were to be like, give me one body of work that I can fully comprehend and digest, I think I would take Ready to Die. But I hear your argument that Life After Death is more polished and has more great Biggie, songs you on it. You can hear, this is what I was going to say to you earlier, listen to One More Chance on Ready to Die, the album version, which I love, which I always used to play in clubs because... Flex or whoever I was opening for was gonna play the the you know the stay with me version the single version so I would be slick about it and play the album version. Mm. Listen to Biggie's style on that album version, and then listen to the single, which is the stay with me remix. That version on stay with me is the Biggie that becomes the life after death Biggie. That is the first version. Of the life after death, new style kind of. Mm. Even like players. That's uh, a really good point. Big Papa, Big Papa is on the way. Big Papa's on the way. Um, but the way he the way he created, um, uh, what's the song called again? One more chance. One more chance. The way he created one more chance is what becomes life after death because also there's two versions of one more chance. There's the Stay With Me El DeBarge sample remix. And then there's the fucking burnt, 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 Which, by the way, I of course I liked. Which, of course, was the per- my version was the hip-hop mix. Why don't people do that anymore? Why don't people do that? Like, you could make a version for the streets and make a version for the radio. And- I don't get it. Oh. People may not even remember this anymore. That's why people don't give Puff enough credit. And even that, by the way, as always, everything seemed to be a reference that other people would at least, some people would appreciate. Or maybe the most, Scythe, the most brilliant use of that in the sam- th- th- that sample, in my opinion. I love hip hop. It's pretty great, isn't it? Love hip hop. It's fucking man. fantastic. All right, by the way, I got to go. Where are you going? I'm going to go listen. I'm going to drive around and listen to Life After Death. Good move. Good move. Hey, um, Patreon, that's available. 
We got to give people. I think we have to give people a break from even talking about Patreon. They deserve a break. Really? They're either going to do it or they're not. And if they're not, we're going to run up in their house and fucking mow down everybody. So, (laughs) don't ask me. We're going to get your address. We're going to fucking find it. And if Billy June sends us the right file and doesn't accidentally send us to like some church or like an old age home, (laughs) we're going to run through the old age home like we're fucking Andrew Cuomo. No Billy June help. Hey, man, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Happy March 9th. That sounds, it still feels weird, though. What are we going to do? What what weird original should I end with? What about this, Saif? You remember this? We on the flip side. And it is Craig G. Sneaking up on that ass part two is in effect. Big shout to my manager, Big Joe. God, I miss, I miss mixtapes sounding like this. I'll be on the baby, nigga. Hard to believe they ever thought that would have been the version they put out. <laughs> I don't know if that was it. I don't know There's so many it. Biggie original, anyway. quote, original versions around. I'd love to go through yeah, with someone who yeah. knew. But I don't even know. Who would know all of it? Mr. C. Mr. C. You think he'd remember all from along the whole way? Mr. C. Mr. C. Yeah, C right. knows of course all he of does. Them. Of course he does. What all of them. Every By the way, one. we need to do a Mr. C episode where we do nothing but listen to Biggie music. Not, not, not ask for stories. They'll come up organically. But where we just like play joints. Like he brings his Biggie hard drive. He doesn't have to play all of it. I know he's not going to yeah. give it all up. We just listen to shit. Love it. All right. So I guess we should say goodbye, Saif. Hey, it's been a pleasure. Everyone, thank you for your support. Please tweet. Please like. Please love. Please tell a friend. And uh, that's it. On that note, we say peace. The Commission, Uncle Paulie, P. Diddy, Cesar Leo, De Janeiro, Charlie Baltimore, Iceberg Slim, the most shady, Frankie Baby. Do you know what beef is? Do you know what beef is? Ask yourself. Do you know what beef is? You know, uh, hold on. What? Hey. What's up? I think these drums were used. You put your key in. Money will be singing. We'll reach the fucking ceiling. Check it. My calico bin top. What? I think these drums were used three times on the album. Thanks, I. Bye bye. Quick to spit. Biggie name on shit. Make my name taste like ass when you speak it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 